0: Hello, and welcome to The Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman. Welcome to Thanksgiving week. We're recording this on Monday, so we're gonna review the Sunday shows today, too, Is a little something different. But we'll let you know what's gonna be on this week, what's not gonna be on, and what you might be able to catch up on while not all the shows are playing. Okay, there was a lot going on last week, a lot of shows trying to premiere before Thanksgiving. First off, The Neighborhood premiered last Monday, next to the Goldbergs. Neighborhood is my favorite family comedy. Uh, They premiered last week, as I said. They started off on a pretty serious note, kind of taking on the social injustice theme. Uh, So not a typical episode for them, though definitely appropriate, you know, given the nature of the show. It definitely didn't feel forced, or at least as forced as other shows I've done, which kind of force the topics into their shows. This one was extremely natural. My guess is they get back to some straight ahead comedy, I guess, which will be tonight. Um, number two, Power, book two, Ghost. I got a trial version of Stars a week or so ago, so I'm catching up on the sequel to Power, which is called Ghost. Uh, I also finished Hightown, by, by the way, which had a really, really lame ending. I would not, now I would not recommend Hightown, but Ghost takes off right where power left off. Tasha's in jail. Tariq is trying to get her out. Sax is trying to keep her in. Uh, lots going on. Uh, clearly the exact same writers. Clearly, clearly the same bad dialogue. Clearly the same uber soap opera plot lines. The same overreacting. Everybody's in a fight with Everybody. So you're either hooked or you're not in this stuff. If you are a power fan, you have an hour to waste each week, you should keep up with it. I probably am gonna keep up with it. It's kind of something I just, I can't quit it. I just can't quit it. If you have anything else to do though, I can't recommend this. It It is borderline lame. Uh, Ghost is off until December, uh, early December. They did about five shows. It is very tough to recommend. You won't understand anything if you didn't watch at least the last season of Ghost. Oh, I'm sorry, Power. Uh, Debuting last week on Tuesday was Big Sky, a new David Kelly show. He has a bunch going on right now. He's got The Undoing, he's got Mr. Mercedes, and now he's got Big Sky. Big Sky based in Montana revolves around some girls that are going missing in the Yellowstone area. It's about the only thing in common with Yellowstone. If you haven't heard, there are some major surprises in the first episode, which has me wanting to keep watching. While I was watching, I got to tell you, I was on the fence while I was watching the pilot. I was like, maybe, maybe not. Then things got real interesting real quick. So I'm recommending Big Sky. I'll keep you informed. Uh, It is on during Thanksgiving week. His Dark Materials premiered last week on Monday. This is the second season of His Dark Materials, uh, HBO. Uh, it was absolutely great last week. Better than the first. Just in the first episode of the second season, this is better than the first season right away. We learn a lot about the multiple worlds, who are the good guys, who are the bad guys. I'm giving a big recommendation for His Dark Materials. It's airing this week. I do not think. You could jump into the second season on this one. I think you're going to have to watch the first season. Uh, Next, I watched No Man's Land on Hulu. This is a binge. They released all the episodes at once. The show is in French, English, and Arabic, uh, subtitled, and centers around a French businessman mourning for his sister who was killed in Cairo. Or was she? The show takes you through the sister's backstory, his search for his sister, the fallout about getting involved in Middle East politics and revolution. show takes place in Cairo and mostly Syria. It involves ISIS, MI5, the Mossad, the Taliban, a host of revolutionaries, a host of freedom fighters, and a ton of terrorists. This is a really great show. Uh, I would say this is on the order of kind of Tehran or Fauda. Uh, Tehran's better. Fouda's you know probably a little bit better, but this is very very good. Uh, I rate those other shows extremely highly, so uh, I like No Man's Land a lot. Uh, highly recommending this. Uh, I hate Susie was on HBO Max. The show is about a celebrity whose phone is hacked and it leaks some erotic pictures of her having sex. Not all the pictures are with her husband, apparently. Uh, It's supposed to be a straight-up comedy. Didn't quite do it for me. It's a little racy, but just a little short on laughs, or maybe it's just too subtle. I Hate Susie, I think it's just okay. Finally, on Netflix, Dash and Lily. So this is on Netflix, another show that I always get nervous about, kind of the teenage shows. Are they going to be too young adult? Is it going to be too soapy? Uh, am I just going to get annoyed with all the characters? Uh, Wayne was not like that. I like that one a lot. Uh, and I like Ash and Lily. Uh, the story is about teenage kids who are left alone during Christmas. They find each other through a treasure hunt that Lily set up by passing a red notebook back and forth. They learn about each other. Uh, they set up a series of dares or adventures for each other. And, of course, they're circling around each other. You're trying to figure out, will they meet? Will they won't meet? Will they fall in love? Uh, I'm on the last episode, episode eight. They're 30 minutes, so they go quick. And they haven't met each other yet. I'm on the last episode. Uh, It's pretty funny stuff. Dash is good. He's got some good sarcastic lines. He's got a crazy friend. Lily's got no friends, but she's got a gay brother and a boyfriend who are fantastic. They keep the show lively, especially when she starts to bring the show down. They try to make Lily cool. She she can't quite get her there. Um, And it's more funny, witty, and sarcastic than teenage angst, which I would have just had to turn off. So I am recommending Dash and Lily. If you've got a teenager in the house, it's pretty good stuff as well. So with all this new stuff, what do my top series look like? Well, here we go. Number 10 is The Blacklist. They did conclude the storyline about her mother without answering any questions. That was infuriating. I, I don't know why they couldn't answered just a few things and still had plenty to do moving forward, but they decided not to do that. That is um, uh, extremely disappointing. But I still like the show uh it's not on this week it was on last week we'll be back to early december so because they didn't answer any questions i'll put my theory out there i think spader is elizabeth's uncle not her father i think he's the brother of katarina he is the rogue spy that they're talking about i forget what it was nc5 nc4 whatever it was and somehow i don't know something physically is inside katarina and raymond that is the Sikorsky archive, which is the blackmail list. Um, So I like blacklist. I uh, They usually have more guts than this. And uh, I was disappointed that they took the turn they wore, though it seems like he did, you know, make Elizabeth an enemy, which is kind of fun. Number nine, that's The Neighborhood. It's airing this week. Eight, The Unicorn. So he finally goes on a date with the new love of his life, who he's met for all of 10 minutes Unicorn is taking the week off. Number seven, Fear the Walking Dead. Alyssa, Charlie, and Dakota join Morgan. Morgan is putting the band back together again. Virginia is unhappy. Good stuff there. Number six is LA's Finest. They're taking the week off. It'll be back next week. Uh, five, The Undoing. The final episode is up this upcoming Sunday. This Sunday was very good. I think we know who did it now. By the way, I guessed it. Yeah, I'm telling you, I guessed it. But now the interesting part is what are they gonna do about it? You could guess the killer, but it's still going to be interesting to see how they handle the whole thing. I think that's what makes the show good, even though we know who did it. I'm still very interested in the last episode. Somebody is going to jail. Somebody is getting framed. Somebody's going free. Um, We'll have to find out who this Sunday. Number four, two weeks to live. The show ended this week. Uh, just six 30-minute shows, and they were all great. Way to go, Arya. Uh, looks like it's definitely teed up for a next season as they didn't necessarily kill everyone or tell everything. So that ended this week. Gotta recommend two weeks to live. Number three, His Dark Materials. We're just talking about that. You will definitely need to watch the first season. Catch up fast. Number two is The Mandalorian. We took a side trip to a planet. We saw Carl Weathers again. We kicked some bad guys off that planet. It is airing this week. And finally, number one is Fargo. Chris Rock's son is slowly making his way back to Kansas City. He looks upset. He looks mad. Season finale this Sunday. So things I took off this week. I took off the um, game shows. We had so much good stuff going on. I took off Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and Weakest Link. They're still both great. I'd recommend watching them. Weakest Link, the name of this week's show is Who is six eggs short of a half dozen? Okay, other stuff I'm watching. A teacher, next. Goldberg, of course. Swamp Thing, be positive. Filthy Rich, I took off the DVR this week. I took it off. I had to get the wife to agree, but we took it off. It's not good. They should have stuck with making it funny. They should have just made it really, really funny. Um, You know, the Mighty Gemstones, you know, there was a plot. There was something going on. It was a little tougher, but it was always funny as well. And uh, they should have made this funnier. So I had taken it off the DVR. Gonzo, Moonbase 8 is just teetering on the brink of that going away for me. But if you're saying to yourself, hey, I'm not working at all Thanksgiving weekend. I'm gonna sit home. I'm gonna watch some stuff. What are the top 10 things to binge? I took Ted Lasso off just because... It was, you know, it's just getting a little bit old. Um, so my top ten is Alex Ryder on IMDb TV. Again, not too young adult. Some good action, some good mystery, good stuff. Number nine, No Man's Land. We just talked about it. Eight, Yellowstone. Fantastic. You don't have to watch the early seasons if you don't have time. Season three, you will get the hell, you will get the hang of it. Number seven, Tehran. We were just talking about how good that show was. Six, Haunting of Blind Manor. Five, Lovecraft Country. HBO's best show, but was, I think Watchmen was HBO. So it's hard to say it was his best one. So Watchmen was fantastic too. Four, Nurse Ratchet. Three is The Boys. Two is Utopia. And I'm putting Wayne as number one. Other stuff. That I like, you know, we talked about Ted Lasso, Dash, and Lily. If you haven't seen Cobra Kai, shame on you. Get going. Save Me, Hellstrom. Uh, Soulmates is not bad. Uh, Raised by Wolves is okay. Plenty of stuff out there to watch. Deadwind, Space Force, if you haven't seen it. Um, Obviously, not a lot of new stuff coming out this week, okay? Uh, You know, obviously with Thanksgiving, we are getting the premiere of Saved by the Bell on Peacock. That comes out on November 25th. Uh, The Flight Attendant on HBO Max. This one looks pretty good. It's coming out right on Thanksgiving. I just think that's what they do. Um, I don't think they actually think anybody's going to watch it on Thanksgiving. There are three football games on Thanksgiving. Uh, But the Flight Attendant looks pretty good. Just to give you a little bit more, I saw a bunch of movies and stuff this week. First of all, Zero Fox Given. Kevin Hart's new stand-up special from his living room. Uh, It's pretty self-deprecating, pretty raunchy, pretty decent. I mean, it's Kevin Hart, pretty typical Kevin Hart. I don't think it tops some of the other specials that have come out recently, but it's not bad. Uh, The Imperfect Murder stars Sienna Miller and Alec Baldwin, also has Charles Grodin in it. Is it a murder? Is it a dream? Is it a fantasy? I don't know. I wound up not caring. Didn't like this one. This one didn't work for me. At least it was only 70 minutes long, but it did not work out. Um, Ava, starring Jessica Chastain. She's from Molly's Game. Uh, John Malkovich is in it. Colin Farrell's in it. This is your typical story of an assassin whose team is now trying to retire her. What I mean by that is kill her. Not even close to as good as Polar, which has the same exact plot. But it's pretty good. Uh, Chastain seems a little small to be performing all this hand-to-hand combat stuff. Doesn't look quite as fluid. It looks a little um, awkward for her. Charlize Theron does a better job. Other female characters do a better job. But the show is okay. Definitely watchable. Enough action to keep you into it. I finished it. I liked it. I liked it. I watched Slash, raised on the Sunset Strip, This is basically Slash from Guns N' Roses sitting at the Rainbow Bar and Grill and telling stories and answering some questions. Uh, They got interviews with Allison Change, Duff, Steven Adler, Alice Cooper, Dave Grohl, Lammy Joe Perry, a whole bunch of others. A lot of people like Slash. I like Slash. A lot of people like Slash. This show is purely about the music and the songs. A little bit about how he grew up. Um, It does not get into the drugs. It does not get into touring with Guns N' Roses or the breakup. Uh, It doesn't get into kind of that inside stuff. Read Slash's autobiography. If you do want to get into that, it's very good. Uh, But this is really just straight up about the music. I thought it was really entertaining. Um, The the Fresh Prince Reunion (laughs) show was last week. I got hooked into watching this by my kid. I didn't watch a lot of Prince of Bel-Air when I was younger. I remember liking it. You know, I saw it every now and then. This was a slightly interesting show. They told some good stories about some of the recurring storylines. I didn't know them all, but I still like some of the stories. They clearly have a lot of affection for James Avery, who played the uncle. He passed away, you know, more than a few years ago. I think it was 2013 or so. Um, there was an extraordinarily awkward and horrible interview by Will Smith with Janet Hubert who I guess was the original mom on the show. I guess they kicked her off the show. They recast her in season three. And I guess it was Will Smith at the age of like 20, 21, who kind of got her kicked off the show. Uh, And she doesn't let him off the hook. She doesn't pull any punches. She basically tells Will Smith that he ruined her life. He ruined her career. She didn't necessarily say she forgave him for any of that. I think he was trying to make amends. It took something, it took a reunion show that was pretty fun, pretty energetic and brought it way, way down. Um, Maybe worth watching just for that. If you want to see Will Smith really melt down and because I think most of us think Will Smith's a a pretty good guy. Uh, This, you know, apparently 21 year old Will Smith, not a great guy. Uh, If you love Fresh Prince, you'll love this reunion. All right, there is a ton of stuff for you to watch. This is Larry Goldman signing off. Have a great time watching TV. Have a great Thanksgiving.